Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494. Happy Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? No, it's Tuesday. I don't know what day it is. What day is it? Hey, it's Wednesday. They all blend together. I say it every week. It's just the truth. They're, they're all, I should have realized there was a Safford Council meeting on Monday. There was a Pima Council meeting last night. I should have realized it's Wednesday. I didn't. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, this is really the first time I talk every day is is literally on here. Uh, here's my entire conversation in the morning. Uh, I kiss my wife goodbye and tell her I love her and have a good day. And then I walk in and I say good morning to Reed Richens, who's on the air on Cat Country, but only if he's in a commercial break. If he's not in a commercial break, I don't talk to him. But if he is, I say, hey, good morning. That's it. So I just realized that I sound a little congested right now. And I, I, I don't know why. I don't feel bad. I'm assuming it's just the temperatures and all that stuff. Um. I have no guests today, so we talk about anything you want. So I'm going to talk, but you could change the subject anytime you want. Uh, I do have to start with something totally innocuous and silly and stupid and, and all that. I just learned about two things in my 60 years on this planet. I never knew these things. So the first I learned yesterday or the day before, there, were, there have been songs that have been banned on American radio a long time. Uh, Chuck Berry's My Dingling was banned. Um, the Kingsman, Louie Louie, was banned in a number of uh, markets. Both of those because communities thought they were profane. So uh, that's that's not unusual. Sadly, it's not unusual. I say sadly because I'm a First Amendment guy. But I just learned there was a instrumental song that was banned mainly on the East Coast, mainly in urban areas. So New York, uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Boston, Philadelphia. I don't know if Chicago banned it at its release. And I say that because I grew up listening to the song. Uh, It's called Rumble. And I, I forget who the artist was. Um, let me see if I can look it up real quick. The artist was Link Ray, just a guitarist. And it was one of those, I I, I was watching, it's, it's a YouTube channel called Professor of Rock. And, um, he was interviewing him and he said, uh, the guy, he was on stage, he was playing with a backing band and they needed a stroll this is in the 50s. Can you just play a stroll? This is how he explained it. Play a stroll so we can get one artist off and another artist on. And he goes, I didn't know what a stroll was. So the drummer started in with the beat, and he just started playing. Well, it it apparently was a huge hit. I mean, the kids loved it. it, it very heavy for the 50s. I grew up hearing it in Chicago in the 70s because it was the theme song for 
Sven Gulli. And Sven Gulli was a radio guy, Jerry G. Bishop, who put on some goofy makeup and he would introduce horror movies on Saturday night on a UHF station. Very common, again, in metro areas. Um, Vampira. I think Vampira was L.A. And eventually Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which was the L.A. host. There was uh, Uncle something in New York. I don't remember. SCTV made fun of it with Count Floyd. There was always some spooky host of a cheesy, easy-to-get horror movie that would play on a Saturday night. You know, basically anything that a non-network station could get on the cheap. And in Chicago, ours was Sven Gulli. Now, if you have MeTV, if you watch MeTV, there is the son of Sven Gulli, Rich Kaz. I've met him. Nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Um, when, when the first guy decided to retire, he aged out, and he's like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. They, they, he worked with the new guy, Rich, and, and came up with son of Sven Gulli, you know, son of Kong, son of Godzilla. It was a trope. So if you've got MeTV, he's still on. Son of Sven Gulli's still on. You could see it. Uh, but Rumble was the song for Sven Gulli. So I grew up listening to it. I didn't know it was banned. So there you go. I, I had no idea. There was an instrumental, no words, banned. And apparently it was banned because um, the residents, much like Street Fighting Man, was banned in the city of Chicago by the Rolling Stones in the 1960s because there was fear that the word rumble, the, the title of the song, would encourage street fighting. That was, that was a street fight's name in the 50s. We're going to have a rumble, baby. Dig it, man. All us cool cats are going down on the street and we're going to rumble. Um, there you go. Just learned that. The other thing I just learned is uh, this This is nothing new. And I literally just learned this right before I went on the air. Uh, I was looking at Reddit. And uh, back in the 60s, when James Bond first hit, everybody was making knockoff movies. Everybody was. Uh, Our Man Flint, James Coburn. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the Dean Martin. Matt Helm. Uh, did like four movies as Matt Helm, uh, another spy. I personally like the Matt Helm movies. They're silly. They're fun. Um, there's there's enough 60s action to make it enjoyable, but they understood. In like the Flint movies, there were two with James Coburn. I thought they were a little too Batman-y, a little too campy for my taste. Um, and I loved the Batman show, but it just does, doesn't totally work. But there were a ton of these across Europe. Uh, every country in Europe was making a, a knockoff of James Bond of some sort. I just learned there was one called OK Connery, and it stars James Connery, or excuse me, um, Sean Connery's little brother, Neil. Neil Connery, and it's got two people from the Bond movies in it. Bernard Lee, who played M, 
through most of through all of Connery's movies and and was it all of Roger Moore's? I'm not sure if he was M for all of Roger Moore's and Lois Maxwell, who is Money Penny. So uh, apparently that's free on Amazon Prime. So I know what I will be watching tonight after the Downtown Association meeting. I have to see that. Neil Connery as a spy. Okay, Connery. I think it's called something else, though, because it, it had 8 million names. Um, let's see. What was one of the other names? Operation Kid Brother. So, come on now. Sean Connery, the manliest of manly men in cinema. And his little brother, Neil. I have to I have to watch it. I have to. I can't help myself. Pity my wife. I know my wife. She is going to work through the whole thing. She is just going to look at me and she's going to step over to her office area, which unfortunately can still hear the television and she's going to be subjected to this. But I, I have to watch it. All right. Uh, locally, uh, there, there are two big things that happened over the last couple of days. Not eh, big. Uh, uh, big-ish. Let's call it big-ish. Um, first happened last night. Well, not first. Last night, Pima Town Council ratified the vote of the Pima Volunteer Fire Department, and there is a new fire chief. I'll have a story on that up on Gila Valley Central sometime before noon. And it is Terry Earp. E-A-R-P, who apparently, according to Vance Bryce, who, who chatted with Terry uh, longer than I did, uh, is a distant relative of Wyatt. So there you go. Terry Earp is the new Pima fire chief. Uh, it was not like, a, you know, a, an overthrow of the former chief. He was stepping down. And because I talked to Terry and he said, yeah, we all of us knew uh, the chief wanted to end his tenure at the end of 2023 so it was just a matter of the membership taking a vote and the council voted unanimously to support uh i i i chatted with him briefly it was it was during an executive session so we had a moment to speak so i'll have a story up on that so there you go pima's got a new fire chief just as uh, thatcher will soon have a new police chief because Shaven Woods is retiring and he's taking a job uh, heading up security at the Safford Mine. So good for good for Chafin. Uh Good good guy to work with. So so two new chiefs and oh well and you know Safford got its new police chief last year, Brian Avila. It's been great working with him. I got to just tell you, it has been wonderful. Working with Chief Avila, as it has Chief Cawthon and and Chief Woods. I mean, the, the police chiefs here are really, really good. And Sheriff PJ, they're really good to deal with. They really are. I mean, I suppose if I'm got my hands cuffed behind me, I might not say that. I might be a little perturbed, but I don't. And uh, I deal with them on a professional basis, and it's it's pleasant. It really is. And I I have not been able to say that. In every city I've worked in, it has been challenging in many communities I've lived in. So when you or covered 
because I've covered communities I didn't live in as well in multiple states. Um, when when you've got law enforcement that understands, you know, the press is something you have to deal with and they don't do it begrudgingly and the press understands not everything we ask for is going to be available, you know, as long as we're not jerks, generally they're not jerks and it's been great to deal with. And I really do understand that. I always, I always ask what information is available. I don't ask, give, I don't say, give me the information. I say what's available because I know sometimes you're investigating. Sometimes it's not available. That's the deal. Sometimes it may be months before you get all the information. That's the deal because the investigation has to go and public information during an investigation can screw up the investigation. You don't want that. So I get it. I totally get it. So there you go. New fire chief, Pima. Uh, Second one, it was a work session. So officially no action taken other than giving staff direction. But at the Safford City Council meeting, uh, the Safford Council said, you know, when it comes to the new park at 8th and Discovery Park Boulevard, we'd rather not go in phases. And that's normally with a big project, you do it in phases. That's not unusual. It's the way things are done. Uh, you you go out to bid for phase one. You get that done. Then you go out to bid for phase two. Generally, right before the completion of phase one, you open up the bidding for phase two, et cetera. And you do that down the line. And the Safford Council, uh, it was Andazola, Mike Andazola, who said it first, but the rest of the council agreed, said, look, if we got the money, let's just do it. Let's just do the whole thing. You know, you phase when there's a chance prices can go down. As we've seen through the pandemic and post-pandemic, prices aren't going down. I would argue that's because of corporate greed, not because of inflation, because inflation numbers are, are actually pretty low, lowest they've been in a long time. Um, I can't say inflation is driving up these prices, but I can say corporate profits have been never have never been higher. So I tend to think increasing prices are a way to maximize revenues rather than the cost of doing business. But you can go phases in the hopes that prices are falling. We have no trend of that, so I can't disagree with the council. That's a hefty price tag to throw out there all at once. It's like $6.7, 6800000 to do this park. That, that's, a, that's a good chunk of change. Um, that's a lot of money to throw around, but if it's only going to go up, do it now because in a year that 6.8 million could be 7.4 or 8.2 you just well 20th avenue showed us that the prices just kept skyrocketing now that was during covid which played a huge factor um but that 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 project ballooned hard so there you go. They're going to do that. Now, uh, out of that 6.8, 2.3, I'm going off of memory, so I apologize if I get it wrong. 2.3 million 
is coming from what the city received through the American Rescue Plan Act, um, the money the feds threw around for COVID. And there's like another half million that's CARES Act. Uh, I, I'd have to look up what is CARES Act. I'm not really sure about that one. Um, so you're, you're looking at almost three million out of the six that, uh, that, oh, it's another COVID relief. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, CARES is another COVID. So almost three out of the 6.8 million is not coming from local taxpayers. Uh, the rest of it is. Part of it's from the wastewater fund because no matter what, there has to be some work done on the the infrastructure around that property. Even if nothing is built there, it's like, yeah, I got to do some upgrades to the wastewater lines. That's just that's just the deal. So that's coming out of that no matter what. Uh, that's 800000 And then the rest is coming out of uh, general fund monies that, that have been banked. So there's been some... Some extra cash, city's been putting it away for a rainy day, and they're like, okay, let's let's use it for this. Get it all done at once. Um, I, I can't, I, because of the costs, I can't disagree. I'd like to. I'd really like to, but I get it. Spend it now at a cheaper rate than in the future when it's going to be more expensive. It's If you can do it, it's a smart move. Uh, I will say this, go to the city's website. I know I've had this discussion with many city personnel where they say, well, it's up on our website. Yeah, but nobody goes to your website. Nobody goes to my website. I get it. People go to websites for a specific purpose. Nobody just kind of noodles around the web and clicks on something and says, you know what? I think I'd like to look at their website. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. You go because you're clicking a link on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever other TikTok, whatever other social medias you're on, Snapchat. I don't know. I don't know. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. You either click that link or you do a Google search. Nobody does Bing. Let's be honest. And and I don't think anybody has asked Jeeves anything in the last five years. Um you do a Google search because you're looking for something very specific. How do I get a business license? You know, uh, I want to renew my license plates. I'm going to go to the MVD website. And you click the link that takes you there. I, I go to the all the community's websites once a week because I, or not once a week, but whenever there's a meeting because I want to see the agenda. I want to see what's on the agenda before I arrive at the meeting. Agendas have to be posted 24 hours in advance. So gives me an idea. What do I need to pay attention to? All of the communities now put supporting background information. Whatever the council members are provided is included in the agenda up on the website. So whether you go to Thatcher, Safford, Pima, Graham County, it's there. It's all public record. So it was, I remember having a discussion with, with Pima town manager, Vernon Batty, asking him for that. And he did. He talked to the attorney. The attorney said, yeah, it's all public record. Put it up. 
It's a PDF file. It's easy. You just post it. Uh, Safford does that as well. And the background from the designer on the park for 8th and Discovery Park Boulevard is all there. Now, it's artist renderings. It's photos of other parks that will use, that Safford will use in a similar way. So like, you know, Splash Pad and uh, Fit Core area, which is kind of playground equipment, but more fitness oriented. Um, think American Ninja Gladiator or whatever that thing is called. Um, that sort of thing. Uh, as well as the playground equipment that is good for everybody of all abilities, meaning if somebody is dealing with a um, mental or physical disability, they will also be able to use this equipment. So all access equipment. Um, you got photos of that. You've got design uh, a rendering, an artist's rendering of what the park will look like. It looks pretty cool. I got to be honest. It, it, this design firm designed a cool-looking park. And, and there are two things that I'm really, really, really excited about. Uh, I don't have kids at home, so Splash Pad doesn't throw me. I'm glad for the young parents. There will be one here as there is one in Thatcher. Gives you an option, whichever one you want to go to. Great. There you go. Uh, I don't particularly play pickleball. There's going to be pickleball courts. I'm glad there are courts there for those that use it. Great. Again, not everything's for Dave. I understand that. Um, and the playground equipment. You know, yeah, if I my grandson is visiting, I will take him to the park, let him play on the playground. But the, that's the reality. It's not all the time. The things I'm excited about are the amphitheater. And it looks very, very cool. And the food truck court. I think they can complement each other. And I see economic development opportunity with both. So I really recommend go to the city's website, go to the agendas. That's where you'll find this. Go to the agendas and look at the most recent agenda for January 8th, and you will be able to look at all those renderings. You just scroll down the PDF file, and you can see it all, and it looks really, really cool. All right, I'm going to take a break. Back with more right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. Talk about whatever you'd like. It's just me today. 428-9494. I would be remiss if I did not talk about the big news nationally, of course. That is the um, Trump attorney's seeking to justify immunity for the president, uh, former president, excuse me, uh, in his actions regarding January 6th, arguing that a president is immune from any criminal prosecution for any action conducted while in office unless impeached by the House and convicted by the Senate for that action. 
That is the only way that president becomes criminally liable for any action. Look, it's it's a Hail Mary from uh, basically a losing case. You can't claim immunity. I get that. And that's what his attorney has to do. Um, when when you're the defendant, you're when you're the attorney for the defendant, you have to play every card, no matter how ridiculous. Can't lie. But your goal is to create doubt, to obfuscate, to muddy the waters, as it were. That's your job. I get it. I, I, I can't blame this attorney because you've been hired. That's your job. That's it. I don't see the court based on the questioning. I love listening to appellate courts and the Supreme Court. You can listen to Supreme Court arguments and they are just fun to listen to. Most people think when you appeal, you're appealing whether or not you won or lost, you know, generally lost. You know, Uh, I lost a case. I'm going to appeal. You appeal on whether or not the case was conducted properly. Not whether or not you're guilty. You appeal based on the judge did not allow certain evidence or uh, certain testimony should have been should have been stricken from the record because it did not meet X standard. That's what you're appealing. You're not appealing whether or not you did it. So that's why I love listening to appellate court uh, testimony and uh, oral arguments before the Supreme Court, because it's it's more about constitutionality than it is whether or not something happened. It's it generally that's philosophical. So and I'm, I'm a fan of that. So anyway, uh, one of the judges asked, OK, in that case, can a president order the assassination of a political rival and not be held criminally as long as the president is not impeached or is impeached but not convicted. And Trump's attorney said, yeah, they can. Well, that puts us into... uh, uh, monarchy or or despotism whichever you prefer but uh with no check or balance saying that the the process of impeachment and not just impeachment but impeachment and conviction is the check and balance is is frightening because taking that let let's take that theoretical even further i'm i'm the president and my opponent looks like he's going to win he's polling way 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 ahead of me all right i order him assassinated he's assassinated now the congress decides well we have to impeach we can't allow that okay 
I'm going to order the assassination of anybody who has spoken out against me. Now, are you still going to vote for impeachment? And, and again, this is assuming the U.S. military follows those orders without questioning, which, by the way, officers are told if you are given an improper order, you are not to follow it. If you are ordered to do something contrary to the rules of engagement or the rules of combat, you know, you know, basically committing a war crime, you are not to follow that rule, that order, excuse me. So assuming the military, the CIA, whatever, whoever, the assassination group, Secret Service, FBI, whatever, assuming that group follows that order, and now starts knocking off members of Congress. Are the survivors going to vote for impeachment? And let's say they're, they're, they have enough fortitude to do so. Is the Senate going to vote to convict? Remember, speak out, you're gone. You can ensure, or you could just do a Stalin and just wipe them all out. Not even going to take a chance. Very mafia-like, eh. He's a stand-up guy, but why take the chance? Sam whacked. You just wipe them all out. And again, under this argument, you didn't do anything wrong. I said before, and I will say it again, I am glad for these charges against Trump, not because I dislike Trump. I do. I want to stress that. He was bad for the country. I believe that. But because it shows no man is above the law, that's what we were all taught in grammar school, in middle school, in high school, in college. No person is above the law. And the charges being brought against him show that. That's wonderful. He is innocent until he's proven guilty. I firmly believe that. I also believe he should not be kicked off the ballot for primaries, you know, not for the general ballot. I don't think he should be kicked off because he hasn't been convicted of anything yet, of treason, of in, of insurrection. Because he's innocent until proven guilty. However, the argument is weak, and I don't think it's going to hold up. All right, that's it for me. I'm out of here for right now. I will be back tomorrow, though. Until then, have a great day.